0: I'm Emily. I'm Stevie. And welcome to the The Sex Sex Files. Files. (laughs) We tried really hard to say it at the same time, but we're on Zoom. So (laughs) how are you?
1: I'm I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good.
1: I already know you're good. (laughs) You got your cute little new pink workout top on, Puma. (laughs) So cute.
0: It shows a lot of sweat, but like also you're working out. So does that really matter?
1: No, you should be Mm -hmm. sweating. I'm a fan. Your hair still looks so good. So blown out and luscious. Thank you. I know I'm rocking. Stevie said I, my hair looks like, um, I want to believe Scully because I just got it done. So it's all blown out. It's all blown
0: out, but also you have like long, like luscious hair, like she does. And it's beautiful. It's like if Gloria Steinem and I want to believe Scully had a baby. All right.
1: Let's calm down. I'm not trying to have a stroke. But you no, you look beautiful. Thank you. So do you. And so no, does I Scully. Do. So does I want to believe Scully. Always. And Gloria Steinem. And Gloria Steinem.
0: Yeah. My mom, when we watched the documentary last night, was so obsessed with how she looked. Yeah. She was like, her glasses. She goes, I want some aviator glasses. I was like, yeah, mom, get them.
1: They're Dressed iconic. Dressed like Gloria Steinem. Yeah. yeah. Um, really- Stevie and I watched uh, a Gloria Steinem documentary that's very close to my heart, and I cried despite the fact that i've seen it 30 times at the <laughs> no, end it's
0: fair i actually oh, cried yeah. more the second time i watched it last night i watched totally. it totally
1: yes yeah, yeah but yeah. it's
0: called it's called gloria in her own words right mm-hmm. available um, to you on amazon prime if you have an hbo subscription which i shamelessly got so i could watch it again
1: also yeah on hbo or you can do the free trial and then just cancel it after you No, you it. oh yeah. yeah you're right you can right? do that yeah oh I'm dumb I bought it
0: I fully bought it no,
1: that's okay it was so good though anything no? else going on with you so I
0: was gonna tell you about but I was gonna tell you in person because I needed to demonstrate so mm. because <laughs> I was freaking out because I almost had I almost finished with no clit stim at all that,
1: that's amazing to me
0: I didn't because I thought that explicitly in my head I was yeah. like like
1: <laughs> yeah 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 fair no fair
0: I was just like oh my god am I going to and then the second I thought
1: that you know yeah, then it's like it oh, no, disappeared, no. It <laughs> vanished. Mind. She's because... gone.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> we've lost her.
1: <laughs> Isn't that sucks though? Because it's like yeah. it is like ninety percent mental, and so the fact that you were just so jazzed that you were almost there, and then and then she was just like, <laughs> psych. <laughs> she's
0: like, I think of her as like a very picky bitch. Like in my head. But yeah,
1: she's a brat.
0: She's a huge brat.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that fits the owner quite well. And I mean that in the best way possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. But anyways,
1: so I was using. So where? Oh, I don't
0: remember the store where we got them. Um,
1: <laughs> um the shop is not the knock uh, shop. Oh, knock shop. Okay. In Canada, it's woman owned, woman owned sex shop.
0: And they have great deals. And
1: when my dog chewed up my my Lilo,
0: <laughs> um, they gave me a huge discount on getting another one. So that was nice. They're awesome. But they're
1: awesome. But Emily and I have the same. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe sponsor us. Maybe. Maybe I would die of <laughs> auction. Oh my god. <gasps> yeah, knock shop if you're listening.
0: Please, we would love to sponsor you. We would do reviews. We would talk yeah. about like we would say we would give a sex toy to each character. <gasps> Wouldn't that be so fun? Like what each <gasps> knock shop
1: okay i'm tagging
0: them a lot yeah
1: <laughs> so. i was gonna say we have to this this needs to happen x-files characters as sex toys
0: <gasps> and i want to do it now it's taking everything um, in my power to not
1: dana scully is a beautiful rose pink glass dildo
0: <gasps> oh you're 100%. so bright she is yeah well oh, how pretty so pretty. Anyways, like the s- point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. Um,
0: well, well, you know what? that's just that's just a taste. Yeah. You'll get the full thing if you get Knock Shop to sponsor us. Yes. That was <laughs> <laughs> no, just a teaser. You'll never know what the rest of the things that we think are. no nope. We'll talk about it the second we hang up. <laughs> yep. We hang up. It would stop recording. Whatever.
1: We're used to we're used to uh phone calls because we're old people. Because we're old. We're old.
0: Hello, dear grandpa. <laughs> So Emily and I have the same glass dildo. It's beautiful. It looks like a unicorn horn. It's mm. like, she's stunning. Um, but so I was using it like at a, it was, I was using it at an angle to where like every time it hits the G spot, like no matter, like right on anyways. Um, next. no, but that was it. So you are just like flat on your back with like your, it's like flat on your back. But it's like doing a twist with your hips. So then your okay. hips are kind of
1: on the side, but okay. when he's Interesting. up. Interesting. And yeah. then, um, was it, Coming in from, did you have your hand, your arm behind you, or just in front of you?
0: In front, like on, like
1: on the leg hmm. that's on the mattress. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I would be curious to hear what you think about if you want to try this. Um, okay. Putting your, putting your hand behind you. Oh, interesting. Because that would very much so be like, the right angle. I love that for you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. That was so wonderful, and I'm yeah. so excited for you. Thank
0: you so much, listeners. That was our sex corner.
1: Welcome. Yeah. First ever.
0: First ever. Going to be very sporadic. <laughs> we'll see how often they have to, we'll see if I keep this in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's all a mystery.
0: <laughs> who knows? This could be anything. The world is our oyster. It's beautiful. I love it. I love it too. Um,
1: yeah. So episode two. Episode two. Do you want to get started? Yeah. Okay. So this is episode two, uh, season one, episode two, Deep Throat. hmm Very clever. Um L O L.
0: My mom and,
1: never passed it when we're watching that Deep Throat's name was Deep Throat. She's like, I can't take it seriously every time they just, said it.
0: And I'm like, that's fair.
1: Okay. I'm stuck between not taking it seriously at all and um just like rolling my eyes forever at the fact that it's literally just a copy of the um leak from the um nixon oh yeah it is huh thing literally see just and i chris carter did say that that was his inspiration but that's not your inspiration buddy you it. it's the usually yeah it's the exactly usually <laughs> inspiration inspires yeah. a new creation it's not just like like an inspiration like would be copy. like low swallowing like yeah.
0: not deep <laughs> that would be inspired
1: by but deep throat is straight up stealing it anyways <laughs> that would be funny um so the plot i i don't the, the whole beginning is is all i have written down is just action action oh i i did pretty much like i did some good detail
0: just because i got lost a little bit when we were talking yeah. about this episode because because the plot is so convoluted anyways and then trying so. to remember it especially when they're all in the same outfit the whole time
1: that's really <laughs> how i marked things in my mind yeah no seriously right now?
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, so so go so for the it. Episode opens with a rave and they're at um, the Budahas house, right? And so Miss Budahas mm-hmm. Miss is like, Hey, this is my house. What are you doing? And they're like, <laughs> ladies, stay back. And they don't let her in. And um so but I, this part was interesting for me because not the the X Files episodes don't normally start like this action packed. Mm-hmm. So it seems like they were trying to figure out like how procedural of a show they wanted to be. Totally. And so, because that changes, I mean, they do do some like that. Like they do do some serious, like law and order level crime shows, where mm-hmm. it's very procedural and then and less supernatural. Um, yeah, and it starts less supernatural. It's it's it. You know what? The show really starts more conspiracy based, and then the supernatural comes later. Very much so. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, so then they find Mr. Budahas shaking in his underwear with his skin burnt. Or I, like scabbed or whatever. Yeah,
1: was. he's looking real scabby. I had, I had that um, he looks like the peanut butter baby. He does. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> peanut butter baby sponsor us. Sponsored by Knock Shop and the peanut butter baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sums up our duality pretty well. I think so. Anyways, I wrote that um, Mr. Budahas could use some exfoliation. Oh, 100. Totally.
0: So then we have the intro song and then we go to Washington, D.C. where our agents are.
1: Um, Yeah, I would like to point out that this is the first episode where the graphic design person really, really got to show their true colors. I think that's amazing. So
0: Scully's waiting in the bar for Mulder, right?
1: Normal. Yeah, totally normal um you know what that is they didn't have a set yet for the office that's exactly what that is you think yeah huh? so they were medium bars where like every other person that's at the bar at 2 p.m are like going to a hotel room to have affairs after well yeah. yeah, i just partners. think i mean i think
0: that's why they chose him wanting to meet at a different location because they didn't have the office space as fully established yet that would be my guess yeah. i'm i'm totally um what's the word when you're hypothesizing, but it's oh. not that. so yeah, so she's there and I just wrote glasses in all caps because mm. I think that's important. And then he peeks around her
1: shoulder and he gets so close to her fucking face. What is that? So close. And what then he's that? like and then he's like, I've gotta show you something as he looks down. And <laughs> then she and then she says something you couldn't show me at work. And I just wanna say that out of context.
0: No, why is the beginning of this a bad porno? Like that's literally Literally,
1: literally <laughs> I
0: wrote his hair in all caps because, oh, my God, his hair in this episode? His the hair whole is
1: episode, so floofy. It's so good. I'm such a fan of his hair in this yeah. episode. And then I would also um, like to call to attention, was his ear pierced? Was David's ear pierced? Oh, my God. I don't know. I'll have to go look. I'm staring directly at it when they were at sitting at the table. I, it looks like it is. And also, I think in a movie he did before this, he had an earring, but I just always assumed it was fake. <sighs> But I never noticed Deep
0: Throat sitting at the bar with them.
1: Oh, yeah. Which
0: is dumb because I guess then he goes into the bathroom. But like, I never noticed that shot because at that point you don't know who he is. So he just looks like an extra, just another old white man. Yeah, true. In the, true.
1: In the area. Yeah.
0: But then Deep Throat is essentially like, you shouldn't do this case because uh-huh. you have other truths to find. You don't know who I am, but
1: I'm very ominous. Mulder's like, what? <laughs> It's like, what do you mean? He's like, no one's ever told me what to do before. As if he hasn't been in on the X-Files for some some time now. Like this is the As, first time someone has told him to stay away from a <laughs> case. And he's like, What do you mean? Um, and then he goes back he goes back to the to the table where Skull is waiting for him. And mm. she immediately is like, Baby, what's wrong? I just need to call attention to the way that she was sitting in the chair because her legs were like swung out into the little oh yeah Yeah. they looked fantastic that's it
0: i knew you were gonna say that at that moment the
1: light was just shining on them they wanted your eye to go directly to her legs she had some good lighting in this episode i made note of that multiple times very good lighting Um, so then
0: Mulder, oh Mulder had already done this but he explained that four months ago colonel budahas experienced a psychotic episode and barricaded himself in his home and that they had to call military police to get him out um and he explains that like the military has been holding him for 4 months and so the F- so Mrs. Budahas called the FBI and reported it the missing persons case. It was really hard for me to keep track of what was going on with him looking like that the whole time.
1: Oh, with Mulder looking like that? Yes. Yeah, no, that's Season fair. 1 is hard for me to pay attention. Season 1 is like very very um difficult because he's just such he's just such a little dog. Like he is a he looks like a puppy
0: yeah of season one okay so then um they leave and scully starts researching the air base and then she reads about the stealth air weaponry that they're developing i don't know what the fuck that means Mm-mm. but she but then she calls Mulder and was like um hey what the fuck are you not telling me about this case or are we looking for ufos like is this really a case because it's like about air oh yeah crafts and stuff right right yeah, she's like, I don't want my field report to read like some tabloid story. <laughs> she's such a tattletale in this episode. It's so funny. I know funny. she is. She's, I don't. What if I put that in my field report? I know. She's like, this is gonna look real good on my field report. I know. I wrote that down later when she said it. He's like, but then. <sighs> But then Mulder, his phone gets all tappy and so he realizes that his phone is being tapped and there's a van outside the apartment and he's all like, no, we have to get off this line. I'll talk to you later. She's like, fucking weirdo. Okay.
1: I want to know like what she looked like because we just saw his end. Like I want to see what she looked like on the other lo- on the other end of the line. You know, she was all sassy and she like held the phone away from her face and was like, okay. Oh, that's such a good that's exactly what she, she like pulls it a little bit and yeah. she
0: like scoffs slightly, yep. yes. pulls her eyes. Exactly. Uh so then they go to visit Miss Budahas, interview her about her husband. Mm. Um she's like he started to get this rash two years ago and his behavior became unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> that was the fish cute uh food thing. All I wrote here really was that Scully is so cute and sweet. Um and like trying to comfort her, and she was like, "Did you ever talk to him about this? Like, mm-hmm. what?"
1: And she's just so cute. She is really cute. She's playing. She's playing um a psychologist better than than Mulder at this point. She
0: truly does because she's supposed to be like the newbie, but she really yeah. She outshines him in every way. I'm sorry, but she true.
1: does. It's like so Jillian
0: outshines David in acting, and Scully outshines Mulder. Like I don't. There's not n- to tell you.
1: I have nothing else to say.
0: Just because I noticed specifically in this episode that, like, she's always really watching everybody in the scene. Totally. Like, moment, so observant. She's always paying so much attention to everything happening around her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you go, girl. You take in your surroundings.
1: seriously.
0: Take those field notes.
1: Yep. She's so cute.
0: She's such a badass. Um. So then... The wife was like, oh, well, um, Verla McClellan's husband went kind of mad, so maybe you should talk to her. And then- I feel like
1: that whole part is like so obsolete.
0: Yeah. They're just like, there's just, just," because then they never go back to that guy again. So it's just to show that they're doing this systematically. Exactly. Exactly. I guess. But like, did we need to go and watch that guy pull his hair out and wrap it around a dead bee? No, we didn't. No, (laughs) no. But the one thing that I did like is that the um, the other wife who was like majorly in denial, she was like, really, Anita, bringing the FBI into my house like I was like, I like where this I like this Southern drama That's I know. Cool. <laughs> Sound like Blanche. That was Jillian's inspiration for Blanche in that moment. that exact moment. <laughs> yeah, watching that actress.
1: Her three lines, that was what inspired a, Three-hour-long portrayal of Glinched. She's like, well, that actually played Verlam with whatever the
0: fuck. In <laughs> <laughs> deep throat. Yeah, she chooses to forget everything she possibly can about the X-Files, and I fully support her in that. Me too. Yeah. That's so it. then they leave, and um, Scully's like, it's called stereotypy. Stereotopy. Stereotopy. Mm. stereo."
1: <laughs> I like the second one. Stereotopy. It-
0: Dereotopy, that's what we'll go with. And talks about um, how it's caused from extreme stress. And then Mulder's like, no, the pilots are supposed to thrive under pressure, not break. And so then they go to the motel trying to get hold of someone in the military to talk to about it. And they're sitting on the bed together and whoo, That angle? Their profiles were just for you.
1: I know. I mean, I, I will say um, David's profile does look like major puppy dog vibes, but It's just, there's just something about Julian Anderson's profile. It just really, it just gets me every single time. No, nothing compares. No one's profile compares. It's beautiful. Her
0: profile is so pretty, but I was freaking out like how close they're sitting on
1: the bed. Yeah. Know what I mean? Like. I feel like because they're still like testing the waters. They like don't know like, you know. Yes. Like. How like because I feel like Mulder is very com- like he would he would let Scully fall asleep on his bed like now. Oh, yeah. You know what At I mean? At this point,
0: a hundred percent. Yeah. He's, he's very
1: chilling. yeah, he's very But he might like, not
0: he might be hesitant to offer it because he might he totally. wouldn't want her to think that he's overstepping or anything.
1: But he, he seems as though just because of the nature of Um, how he works and how he operates and how he's very on the go. Yeah. It would be, it would, he seems like one of those people who's like very comfortable with surroundings and, you know, people very, very quickly.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Like he wouldn't be grossed out if like she, she did anything near him already. Like little tiny intimacies that take a while to build in a friendship or in a relationship. I feel like he is just okay with immediately.
0: Yeah, like and he I think seems that like she, that guy. Yeah, and I no, I fully agree. And I think that he, she feels that way about him. Like there's like he wouldn't do anything that would like gross her out or like whatever. But I think she is not comfortable
1: her doing it in front of him. Like she wouldn't. Yeah. Yes, because like you know there are people who like you'll meet them for the first time and they give you a huge hug. Yeah. Like they've known you forever. I feel like that's Mulder, but then Scully will like that she warms up to that. Yes, it's not. Like, it immediate. takes her a minute to trust, so she can get to that point. Yeah. Um. And so I feel like he's kind of testing that water with her. Yeah, that's true. And to make sure like, that he's not making her uncomfortable or anything. Yeah, like
0: if he can be physically affectionate and not have yeah. that be like a boundary that's being crossed. Yep, it's true.
1: Um,
0: I wrote, I can't get over how good she looks, and then I and then I wrote, <laughs> when do you think she had sushi with Clyde? Funny
1: story. I have a fun fact. Oh my god! This is this is the first episode that he was an art director on. So that (gasps) way. So I would assume not, not yet. No. Although she, Jillian did say Clyde is Jillian's uh, first. I hate saying that. Just ex-husband. Oh right. Yeah. And apparently she's she was asked. Asked about how they met and how they got married, four months after meeting, or something is that like how that. How long it was? I think so. Yeah. Mm, that makes um, sense. And she said that they were. She knew that they were both attracted to each other. I guess. And so she asked him. I have, guess. So she asked him to have sushi with her in her trailer, but we all know sushi is an aphrodisiac, and we all know what sushi is good for. <laughs> We all know what sushi is code for. <laughs> right? I mean, so what was the point of that? Oh, yeah. So Clyde had just, this was his first, he's an art director, I guess. So this was his first um, episode of The X-Files that he worked on. So I'm, I'm sure they crossed paths, but I don't think it was sushi, sushi time.
0: Yet. That makes sense. But, but um, Homegirl looked good the whole episode. So like, what a great time to meet him. He probably was like holy shit
1: yeah no seriously she looked oh my god she's so cute like
0: she's so freckly she's so freckly this episode I know, I she, and then they start putting like face powder on her i think so then it looks,
1: yeah it looks like really porcelain she was which all, is beautiful as well but so beautiful but i kind of like a little suntanned dana scully
0: yeah well I mean, it's, it's really natural
1: but when she's suntanned they pop out more
0: Oh, that's true. When she's tanner, huh? Because she definitely,
1: not that I've I've mapped out Jillian's freckles, but she does have a couple that are always there, but then there are some that are more (laughs) present (laughs) at certain times of the year. I trust you with that. Yes.
0: So then they go to a diner and the lady running it has pictures of UFOs and she's like so full of herself. I love, I don't know who this actress is, but she's like you'd think the boys were flapping up there themselves. Like I love like, her. She's so sassy and she's making, she's fucking swindling people with these UFO pictures. Like yep. she knows that she's she's a bad bitch. I just, bad bitch energy from this diner owner. Love her. 100%. Yeah, seriously. Um, and then Mulder's like, where'd you take the picture? And Scully's <laughs> eyes roll so hard. You think they'd fucking pop out of her head? I swear to God. I know. And so then that's when Mulder buys one and, s- and <laughs> Scully so gets she's so, so close to his face.
1: I know. Uh, just to say it. Ugh. I know. And then it makes me
0: laugh when um, he starts asking questions and she's like, catch you outside. Yep. <laughs> the
1: inflection was off, but that's okay.
0: No, you tell me what it is.
1: No, no, no. When Jillian says it, I mean. Oh. You did it perfectly. Oh. She, she kind of says it like she she's like she like wants it to be a question but then she like bails halfway and so it just comes out like she's like yelling at she's so flustered all the time like she's so smitten she's just, she can't stand him but she like wants to be around him all the time
0: and so then she goes outside and she's looking for ellen's airs ellen's airbase, um but it's not on their map and Mulder's like yeah i got my own map sucker And I'm like <laughs> he's always mimicking her oh my god <laughs> that noise was emily banging her mic against her head <laughs> that's just so like uh yeah but then i it was here that i wrote about them sizing each other up in the beginning episodes like testing each other as partners mm-hmm. and seeing like what boundaries they can cross or how playful they can be like totally i think that's interesting and then i wrote what a cute date spot when they, they could just like pull up and make out in the car outside their base yeah Cute, like on a little field. You get like a little light show. Like, wow. I mean, a plus makeup spot. Mulder
1: like makes note of it next time they're in Idaho. Oh my god! What they definitely went back there. Oh, they probably did. And actually made out, or possibly yeah. more. Again, I'd like to read it. So, listener, write it. Okay. Yeah, anyone, anyone <laughs> who's listening, anyone who's listening, if you want to write, um, it would be cute during. Where do they live in I Want to Believe? Do they still live in Warren? I don't fucking know. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Um, just like outskirts of... Maybe they live in Virginia. I yeah. Um, I Want to Believe period possibly, you know. That's
0: just Emily's favorite
1: period. They she t- wants every
0: story to be in I Want to Believe.
1: Because why not? Like, look at her. <laughs> um, You're right. They drive down to Idaho. So you just said? Yeah. And... Park outside there and reminisce. No, cute. That would be cute.
0: Oh, and then this is where first of oh, first of all, when they when she's sleeping and um the there's a loud explosion. Mm-hmm. Um, when they show the car again, the 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 glass isn't shattered, so they fucked up. Oh,
1: really? Up. <laughs> fucked up it. I got it. I got the, it we got you. We got you. You've been got. Part you two. Been got. <laughs> Um, I would also like to point out That that's the first example Of the Scully can sleep anywhere In any position trope That's so true That's that's canon for her Like her fucking neck Oh my god It hurt me just looking at the way she was sleeping
0: She just passes out everywhere I know Oh and then before that happened Was when she yelled It's gonna look real good on
1: my field report (laughs) And that's so like I'm gonna tell dad Totally so, but that was her that was yeah. that was her oh my god yeah like as a little kid growing up yeah. yeah i mean okay here's the thing it was her but not with melissa it was only her with bill well because fuck bill yeah Fuck no, bill jr no, fair but i'm saying like you know oh yeah girls stick together um um, okay so then they go up on the hill and they're both like whoa this is unreal um (laughs) wait i have to call attention to the jillian anderson was on rosie o'donnell when this episode or maybe not even no it was a long time after the episode had aired Mm -hmm. but for some reason she was promoting something and this was the clip that she brought was this scene and it was years after and um Perhaps she was promoting, I think she's promoting Fight the Future. And of course like, yeah, Chris Carter being adult like didn't want any clips out there yet. So.
0: Oh, I remember that because it was like a,
1: everyone was excited to see
0: it and then he yes. just wouldn't let them show any.
1: Yes. So she chose this clip except for the parts where they panned to the sky to show the sky. Mm-hmm. It was some band playing oh. in front of like flowers and it was like do a Da, da, oh, my God. I forgot Don't about that. And yeah. every time I watch that scene, when they pan to the sky, I think I'm going to see that band playing. You're like, where's the band? Yeah. What's happening? And it was so funny because Jillian was just in hysterics. She thought she was so funny. After, she thought that was the funniest thing ever. After that clip played.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the band's probably better than what it actually was because of the the
1: planes or whatever it just look like laser pointers. Yeah. They look like two powdered donuts flying around the sky. (laughs) Powdered
0: donuts. (laughs) They really do. I also wrote this is like their sixth date at this point with how many times they like go off at night together somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they see a teenage boy... And a, oh no never mind that happens in a second but then I wrote that Mulder is like a teenage boy showing a girl his video game collection except for he's like living for it because she's actually really impressed and enthralled
1: yeah. and he's like sitting there yeah. like
0: yeah she thinks this is cool too like yes. it's
1: so yes
0: it's yes. so juvenile in a way like that it's just it's him so being cute. so stoked that she thinks that because when she turns him and she's like like just amazed his face he's so smug yep that's really that's such a good point. I love that. But then okay, so then a helicopter comes and then they see two kids so they start chasing them and I rewound them running so many times because Jillian is just flailing. Oh, she nearly eats shit pretty early on. She must have fell at least 3 times filming that. Like she's yeah. f-
1: When I say flailing, I mean like arms in the air, yeah. head bobbing like Yes. No control the homegirls' movements, especially going down the initial hill. Yes, she like fully gets herself whiplash. slides on her butt. Yes. Yeah,
0: she so does. Poor thing. Well, because somebody fucking decided she needed to be in heels, and like, I can't even get on why they make women FBI agents on TV wear heels.
1: Like, why? 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 Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, I will say, the stilettos in the revival were. Fantastic choice. I knew you were going to say that.
0: (laughs) But she can't work in them. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, would she really pick those and wear them to work? No. 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 Would she wear it to a meeting maybe? Hell yeah. But like... Like working, doing paperwork in the office? Sure. Get out your heels. Love it. But when you're going to be out in the field doing
1: shit, like... She has to show everyone her cabs. You're right. Oh my God. Those little... Okay. Anyways... (laughs)
0: They catch, um, I wrote Shaggy and his stoner girlfriend because the guy reminds me of Shaggy. He looks like Shaggy. They help him hide from the helicopter. And then they take the kids to a diner. And I'm like, why in the first two episodes are they just feeding lost kids together in diners? Like, why has that happened twice now?
1: Yeah, I know. Well, there's always like a buy a burger. Yeah. Also, those burgers look disgusting. They looked like little hash browns in between two pieces of bread.
0: It did it looked more like a sloppy Joe than a burger like it not looked-
1: even it looked like a piece of seaweed between uh two buns. Good. I can't eat burgers right now, so I really analyzed what it looked like. That's very fair. A
0: sloppy Joe sounds really good to me right now, and I've been vegetarian for eight years, nine years.
1: That's a problem. But I
0: just it just suddenly came back to me. I haven't thought about sloppy Joes in so long. I used to have them as a kid. Oh, I bet they have vegan
1: ones. Oh, they totally do. I
0: want just like a good sandwich. Sorry, I'm yeah. stoned, so I'm hungry. <laughs> I was going to say, why are we so hungry? We're still talking about food. We're starving. <laughs> I'm
1: so hungry. I want a burger so bad.
0: I you know, I'm so hungry. What, well, you have a yummy dinner tonight that you already made.
1: Yeah, that's true. I'm very yeah. excited.
0: Tell yeah. the people what you're having for dinner.
1: Okay, so I'm doing... Um, quinoa with like a little, uh, vinaigrette mix. Um, like balsamic, olive oil, salt, pepper, Mm. um, lemon, lime. And then I'm going to do some roasted, um, zucchini and yellow squash. And then we have some salmon with a homemade vegan, um, non-dairy pesto to go on top. That sounds so good. And that's it. And now I'm just thinking of I, I've gone like full Jillian in the '90s with my diet <laughs> for now, and all I'm imagining is her on Rosie giving her the tofu pie and being like, "It's wheat free, it's dairy free, and it's sugar free." <laughs> that's sugar. how she says it.
0: <laughs> that is exactly how she says it.
1: <laughs> okay, we're done talking about food now. <laughs> Let's continue. Okay, well, <laughs>
0: Okay, so then the the actor who plays Shaggy, his name is Seth Green. He's been a lot of, in a lot of yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, I saw that. So I
0: looked up his name. Um, so good job, Seth Green. I, th- I thought he did a good job. He I like, did a- too.
1: And he said that at that time he had never been stoned. So that was that was pretty good. Really? Yeah. Oh, because he plays stoned really well. I agree, one hundred percent.
0: Um, but they're so stoned, and Mulder looks so nostalgic about it. Hmm. Like he looks like I miss when I was stoned looking for UFOs, and I was like, yep.
1: "Oh my god, that was Mulder in high school." It totally was, but he and didn't Scully- have a girl. He didn't have a girlfriend. He was just alone.
0: He definitely, he's probably looking like jealous of the kid because he has a girlfriend. Yeah. And a- oh, totally. <laughs> Scully is the most unimpressed, um, <laughs> but then she like she gives Mulder a few pity laughs. Is that? And when then the new- back in <laughs> the car. That- no, this is still in no. the diner. So then the news guy pulls up while they're still in the oh. diner talking, and he's like, "I got the twenty red bird out." Like he's all creepy and whatever. Oh, that
1: was the journalist. Yeah.
0: So then you learn that he's bad, but it's it's dark lighting because. So, so yeah, like- you're
1: not supposed to know. I don't think right. Oh, because they I haven't they him. haven't met him yet. Oh, I had it's- no idea who it was.
0: I mean, they showed his face. But maybe it was just because I watched this episode recently before.
1: That is definitely why. Because I had no idea who it was. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair.
0: But then Scully finally lets out a laugh, but it's um, only at Mulder. Like, Mulder's reaction, like, at the very end of the scene. I thought that was important to note. Yeah. Um, and she's, like, already trying not to laugh as they get back in the car. And the way she looks at him, like, the smiling. This episode is so
1: flirty. Like, it's so just, like, cute. They're so yeah. cutesy with each other. Mm-hmm. The whole episode. She's very um... – She's very like smirky, like she really can't hold back her smile at so many points. It's so cute. It's so cute. And his, Ooh, if you were that stoned. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's the part I'm talking about. Yeah, that's right. So cute. And then the whole part where um, he says, Hear me out. He, He says, Hear me out as if she has a choice right like as if she's not stuck in the car with him right like she i'm convinced this was the exact episode where she was just like well i'm not finding a new career so i might as well fall in love with him
0: that's true she's like I guess show me it, what you've got it is exciting it's frustrating as hell for her but like it always ends up being something exciting yeah yep um so then um, he's telling her, this is he like pulls out his personal collection of UFO photos, of course. <laughs> and he um, thinks parts of the wreckage in the, from Roswell, New Mexico, were shipped to Ellen's airbase. And he's like, they're flying planes built with UFO technology, and she's just
1: not having it. And it's so cute. She's, she thinks he's insane. Mulder, you're crazy. <laughs> That's all I, I wrote. Mulder, you're crazy. And then I wrote hee hee. Hee hee. I wrote, he'd die for her. Oh, he <laughs> he would. He would. Absolutely. Yep, in that, um, in that exact moment.
0: And then it's back at the motel. The timeline of this episode is really wonky. Like, yes. it's night and then all of a sudden it's day in the same outfit. But then, like, when they show him walking through, like, the, for- the forest, Jesus Christ, the fucking field later. Mm. Um, when they show him walking through there, it, it's nighttime. And then they flash, then they
1: clutch to her on the phone and it's fully day. So, like, the mm. time is all fucked up. Yeah, that I think this, this uh, episode, to me, when I think about it in my head, all I imagine are just us puzzle pieces just scattered all over the place. That's really accurate. Yeah.
0: I, like, follow along with this plot line better than I think I follow along with the pilot plot line. Yeah. Um, but, the, like, the technical aspects of, like, where they are in the day is really all over the place. I agree they're still figuring it out mm-hmm. like when they're gonna shoot what and how it gets cut in and all that shit yeah um but then so they go to mr Budahas's house because he came home last night so they rush over there and anita is like not well she's like that's not my husband wait but that was that was
1: i just have to i oh when she ran skip down over. the stairs okay. she is so excited
0: she's so excited scully,
1: scully is so ex- oops so excited that um, she just got the information that I know she likes Booty husband has been found. He's gonna lose it when I tell him this. And then he makes a stupid mini bar joke and she laughs. Oh, yeah. She, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. That's another right. example of her laughing at his shitty jokes.
0: She laughs a lot more in season one than she does later. Ever? For the
1: rest of the series?
0: i mean that's pretty true yeah because then jillian has a kid and she doesn't have the energy to, no seriously to, to fake laugh that often nope she's like i'm just gonna make scully and I'll laugh or it's not worth my energy yeah
1: and she's just like w- w- no she came to her senses and she because she was like in you know she was all giddy with clyde and she was in the honeymoon mm-hmm. phase and she was probably all like you know yeah smiley and then everything else happened and she was like nothing is funny anymore." <laughs> <laughs> she's like i don't understand jokes no. except
0: for when she's on talk shows giggliest yeah. <sighs> um oh but then this is when i made note of like when they're when Mulder's questioning Mr. Budahas to, like, Mm -hmm. see how his brain is or whatever, this is where I made note of Scully, like, truly observing everything in every scene, especially at the beginning, like, because it's, like, Scully as a character is trying to establish herself and, like, really observe what's going on and how these procedures work so she can get an idea of, like, how to read a scene, how to talk to, how to interview, like, uh, not clients, Jesus Christ, how to interview victims or Family members of the victims and things like that, mm-hmm. but it's cool because that parallels Jillian trying to get the ropes on her first professional job. Totally, like, I'm sure that's how she was acting on set, like trying to figure out how like this, how a studio set works, and like how like what like this process is going to be like, and what the usual and expected behavior
1: is. And it's just a cool parallel. Yeah, and it's also like what you talked about last episode, how you said that um, that Scully is truly really. Quite open-minded in the beginning because she wants mm-hmm. to do the work, like she wants yeah. to do the work, and she's interested. She just—I I made a note later on about how um, it's—it's it's difficult because there, there's a point where she uh, supports Mulder mm-hmm. when when he goes off to the U to the the base, mm-hmm. and she, there, she comes to a point where she. Um, could have taken his information and what he told her and been like, he's insane. This is all wrong. Like, I'm not going to act on any of that. But she didn't. She really trusted what he said. Mm -hmm. And I think good for her because at this point, like, the note that I made is she really doesn't believe Mulder's truth yet and what he's telling her, but she knows that she trusts and she believes him.
0: Yeah, that's a really good observation.
1: And so um later on when she threatens the journalist um with what she knows that Mulder knows um she just does that because she knows that she trusts him and she has to do whatever it takes to get him back
0: yeah but i Aww. think that that's
1: interesting is like she definitely doesn't believe what he's saying but she no. definitely like, believes or like, him w-
0: she doesn't believe in what he's searching for necessarily exactly but like she knows him as an agent and as a person and she knows that where it comes from is from a place of like a painful truth for him because he's lost his sister and so she knows that that's very true so like his heart is in the right place yeah yeah um yeah so then where am i um, Mulder tries to crack him and gets him. Uh, Mulder tries to crack Mr. Budahas and he gets him too when he asks about um, the planes because that part, like that memory and that information has just simply been cut out of his brain I guess. Yeah. Even though, as Chloe says, that's not possible. Um, yeah. Yeah. But And then Scully comes running out of the house with her bouncy hair like, what's mm-hmm. going on? <laughs> and I wrote both their hair is huge
1: in this episode and I'm here for it it's so huge just on a more serious point that man was clearly i mean mrs Budahos clearly was so uncomfortable with him there so why no, did she was, leave
0: just oh that's so true mrs Budahos was like having a nervous breakdown understandably yeah. because her husband is like not her husband exactly He's like just she's not the same person and she's really terrified of him and they're just like, oh, sorry, bye. We're going to go try to figure this out. But then they leave her with him. I know. And that sucks. And she they should be leave- removed from the situation. You know the writers were like,
1: she's just like an extra. Yeah, it doesn't if matter. She, if she wants to cry in the scene, like that'll be good. Yeah. Whatever. No one will No one will remember. We'll just have Aww. Scully and Mulder yelling about UFOs. And then no one will remember what just happened.
0: Oh, Mrs. Budahas
1: writes. I know, Mrs. Seriously. Budahas deserved
0: better. Anita, I'm sorry you were treated yep. so horribly that makes me sad
1: I'm sorry I just had to point it out but that also is like that also is you know to the to the uh, recurring point hire women to be on your writing staff oh I can't even get started with this it's like how different
0: like it'll just be better if you have women in the writing room. Because then you just have, the more diverse the writing room is, the more you open yourself up to being writing other plots and other storylines and other characters. It just gives you simply more material to work with because then you have more life experiences and more perspectives in the room. And so why wouldn't you want your writer's
1: room to be diverse? And and the thing is, is that it, it, it you you don't want it to be diverse not because you are against diversity but because you think you have all the answers
0: <laughs> exactly it's okay to admit that you don't know how a woman would react in this situation because you're not a woman
1: yeah but like they all thought that they could just do it was their storyline and they were they their characters and so they truly believe that only they could do them justice. It's like the, that was the first thing that I thought of was why are you leaving this woman alone with a man who she physically backed away from when he got up to get near her? Like Seriously? if you had one woman in the writer's room, oh, she fuck. would have said maybe they should take the children and Mrs. Budahas and- with them.
0: Yeah, like, or at least, or at least, like, just have a throwaway line where, like, oh, we called social workers to right. come. Right, exactly. Move Mrs. Budahas and her children, like, or yep. whatever, or just come to talk to her, like, give her some sort of resource so you're not just truly leaving her with this man that she's terrified of. She's horrified. Yeah, yeah,
1: I know. It's fucked <sighs> up.
0: That's so irritating. It's that, such an ego thing to where, yeah. like, I
1: can write any character.
0: No, it's okay. It's okay that you can't.
1: Yeah. And it's impossible to like, ultimately white men have no understanding of what it's like to live as a woman or as a black man or woman, or as a person of, like, they just don't
0: No, Exactly. So, and so like,
1: the little things like that are not going to be noticed because men have no experience with most likely being terrified for their life because of no, another person.
0: That's true. They would think, I'm sure in their head, they thought if they were uncomfortable in a situation, they'd just leave. Yeah. Thinking about how it's possible for that power to be taken away.
1: Yep. Anyway.
0: Anyways, my next note is I want to grab his hair, so. Mm. My
1: my <laughs> next note is um, Mulder says UFO technology and Scully moans. And that's the X-Files for you. That that's,
0: that was... that's a good tweet. You should tweet that.
1: I think. Okay.
0: She's like, that spooky dick. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Will I bring up his spooky dick every episode? Maybe. Yes. I think it's for the
1: best. I think Um, I should make sure you do.
0: And this week on spooky dick. (laughs) So then when they're driving, when they slam their brakes on as the two other cars approach, Mm -hmm. um, when they they show the car like skid to a stop, you can clearly see it's not Jillian in the car. Like it's really oh yeah wait really yeah no go back and watch it you can clearly see it's I didn't I couldn't really see um Mulder very well but you can clearly see it's a stunt double and like it actually looks like Jillian with the short wig in season 11 like that's because the the hair flattens it's like a different like the wig is not close enough or the haircut is not close enough but you can clearly see it's not Jillian it's so funny I never noticed before low budget but when the people ask
1: them to step out of the car and she's like, we're federal agents. like, <laughs> She's like, um, I don't have to do anything you tell me because I'm a federal agent.
0: We're so. federal <laughs> agents. She loves telling people that. Yeah, I would too if I was her. So funny. Um, then they search them and they get rid of the stuff in the car and they punch Mulder for no reason. <laughs> and her reaction is kind of like, like oh, oh, damn it.
1: She's no. like, oh. She's like, oh my That's- god, not below the waist, please. <laughs> she's like, not yet, at least. And they tell them that they need to go back to
0: the hotel and um, leave town immediately, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote ponytail in all caps because
1: I, I could truly forget Mulder exists when she's in when she looks like this, <laughs> the the berry lips, the <laughs> freckles, her eyes are huge her they little are. messy messy eyebrows like truly Oh, I
0: wrote that about her eyebrows. I was like she has not
1: gotten them done in so long and they they look great. They look amazing. I love it. So, this is the first example we have of Mulder Is it the first? I think it's the first of Mulder leaving Scully behind. I wrote that too. I wrote that too, telling her where he's going, what he's doing. So I have kind of, I have a, I have a, Ooh, I haven't heard about this too. Let's go. Okay. Let's discuss because I have, um, several, I have, I have a possible qualm about this, but then I'm, but I want to know. Okay. I need to be prophetic. Okay. Okay. Um, so does he leave her behind because he knows that she'll follow because, you know, that's her, that's who she is. Um, and you know, want to come with and want to come, come after him. Um, or is it because he doesn't want her to get hurt?
0: I actually don't think it's either. I think
1: it's more that
0: in this part of the partnership, they don't fully trust each other yet and, like, make mm. sense. Like, I mean, I think there's, like, close, like, I think she's there's, like, a good camaraderie there and we were talking about how, like, Scully trusts molder on like a basic level but when it comes to these like very specific things he's so used to i think this is just my opinion i think that like he's so used to being a lone wolf and like this crusader that he's like okay if you won't go with me then i'm just gonna do it
1: myself like right he's like so so the second part of my my point was if it's the latter if he doesn't want her to get hurt mm -hmm. um like you know that's very presumptuous and that presents a whole other slew of problems. Right. Um, and completely eliminates the fact that she has stake in what they're doing as well. Um, but then I said, maybe he's just an asshole still who believes that he's better as a lone wolf in certain points. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely agree with, with your point.
0: Yeah, I truly don't think he thinks of her at all. Like I think in that moment yeah. when she says, like when she's showing that she's not gonna go and that it's gonna take too much convincing, he's like, Okay, fine, fuck it, I'll just do it. Like he's yeah. so tunnel visioned on what he's what his goal is to achieve that he's he's not used to having a partner. He's not really looking at her as her partner yet. Like right. I think he's looking at her as just like someone that he has to deal with now in these investigations. Like he likes her, like he's yeah. really impressed by her, but um, like I think it makes sense at this point that he's not like accepting this as a partnership. And I think that's okay right now. I think that Mm -hmm. makes sense because she hasn't earned his trust. She, she, I don't really think that she has a huge stake in what's happening yet. Mm. Like I don't and She has a stake in, in how she does on the investigations because she wants her field report to look good for her bosses. But like, does she have a stake in finding the truth yet? Like, no, her life hasn't been involved. At this point, at this point. And so, my big thing is that, like, at this point, it makes sense, but this never changes. And then yeah. it becomes a problem when later, when Mulder's running off and not being considerate and not letting her know where they're going and not validating that she also has a stake in it, then it seriously becomes a problem. But they just keep this, they just make this a pattern. And it's just a, right. a characteristic for him. And it's so fucked up because that would need that needs to change over time as their relationship yeah. grows. At this point, it makes total sense, but it doesn't later.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I should have posed that question differently. No, I'm I sorry. meant that no, no, because what you're saying I agree with completely, um, and I think the waters between whether or not he's he's fearing he's fearful that she'll get hurt and he doesn't want to hurt her comes later on, mm-hmm. along with him, um, you know the problematic aspect of him of just fundamentally leaving her behind because she does have a stake in it. So I think that question was more generally. And I agree completely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Because the
1: first time we see it.
0: Yeah. I think the fact that this is the first time makes it a big deal. And then when he runs off later in the first season, I think you can write it off as just like, oh, he's still used to being a lone wolf and like whatever. But I think anytime after her abduction. Yeah. I think he owes her the respect of being like, hey, this is what I'm going to do, whatever. And not just bitching all the time. Like it's not just such a male thing to be so wrapped up in your head about like, oh, like this is what I got to do and not think about the people around you and not think about her, one, your partner who saved your ass many times by that point. She saved his ass so many times. Mm -hmm. Um, And also whose life has been put at stake because of this quest multiple times and now has an equal stake in it to you because mm-hmm. it's her livelihood and it later becomes about so many more things but even just in season 2 it's like he owes her that more respect and then that just continues ridiculously through does he do that in the revival i don't remember
1: probably um i'm i'm yeah i'm sure i'm sure he does at some point yeah because w- yeah yes i i believe so cuz he's in a car and he's they're on the phone and she's like Um, and she says that he's going somewhere and she doesn't know that he's going there. Right. Right. Oh, I remember that. Something like that. Something, something along those very vague plot lines. Yeah. It's just. But I agree. And it, and it's, and it's insulting because, um, she, we were talking about this, but arguably has a, has a higher stake. After her abduction, after the death of her sister, and all of that, right? And so for him to just write write her off, um, and say, "Oh, it would be easier without a partner." It's like you you can't have it both ways. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wants her to be very close. He wants them to be very close. He wants to trust her. I mean, how Mm. many times does he say that? Yeah. But then he's constantly running, consistently running off without her
0: it's so true and like you can't have it both ways and it's frustrating because it's just it's just lazy writing with powerful implications on how female characters are viewed and their partnership is perceived and Mm -hmm. like her value versus his like it has those heavy implications and yet they're just like oh this is a trope that works and it's easy because it creates conflict it's like an easy conflict starter yes and then they're like okay so then there we have our arc for the for the script it's like
1: totally you can't
0: like when you have a long series like this you have to develop your characters if you want to keep audiences watching because Mm -hmm. that lazy writing does in service to these characters that mean a lot culturally and socially Mm -hmm. so especially because the fucking x-files like defined the zeitgeist of the 90s like there's it's so culturally impactful um that you have to be careful with what you're putting out there like people need to be careful of the media and the art that they're creating because the implications that it have can be seriously damaging this is such such a small thing like I think there's other implications that are actually damaging I don't know that this is one of them but mm. just think of it.
1: no this is definitely part of one of them you know yeah
0: anyways so Mulder goes to that airbase, right? And he gets captured and they have him strapped to a gurney in a car. And like, I'm sorry, but that was so hot. That was really hot. <laughs> so then Scully is trying to get a hold of DC, but nothing's working. And she's so cute when she asks, she's so cute when she asks to go use the phone. She you phone. know she is. But I realized that actor who plays the guy, the guest looks so familiar. And so yes. I he plays the um, head of the psych ward in Elegy. I knew it. And his name is Michael Poochinen, Putin. something
1: like that. Yep. I knew it. I knew he looked so familiar, I was like, too. he's
0: been in an episode, and I figured out what it was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's one part, um, I can't remember where, um, I can't remember where it happens, but it really could have happened at any point. You know, that part in that one Seinfeld episode where Jerry is asking Elaine about all the parts of their sex that she faked. Oh yes. And she's like fake, 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 fake. Yes. Watching the X Files is that, but it's just like man, 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 man. They're just yeah. men everywhere. Seriously. And I think I think it would have been when Mulder was being like, you know, taken and like strapped down. Every single person was a man in that scene. Every single I, one.
0: I wish Elaine and Scully were friends.
1: I agree scully deserved elaine
0: i think um i made note of that in here somewhere because we were texting about it when i was watching about how <laughs> if scully and elaine were friends um she would have either left molder or like really told him off at some point point.
1: 100 percent yeah
0: They can be like you need to treat me better
1: but elaine would have told her that if um, their sex was good That it was okay If she kept going back to him Because that's very on brand For, for Elaine so Benes
0: You're so right
1: And that's I mean Listen
0: <laughs> You know sometimes,
1: sometimes. Mulder, Mulder is a piece of shit sometimes Okay I think yeah. too to scully Sometimes it's generous mm-hmm. um, <laughs> And I think that 100% Elaine would have told Scully to just tell him off and put an ultimatum up and said, if you can't meet these boundaries, I'm leaving. And I think that Mulder, because he loves Dana Scully, would have done all of them. I think so, too. So it would have been okay. I think that's how it would have ended.
0: I think so, too. hundred percent. Anyway... Anyway, so Mulder is at some facility, right, and he's super drugged, and he vaguely sees an aircraft, but he's like, he's going through it, like yeah, he's drugged, yeah, yeah. he can't remember anything. Um, and then Scully comes back and finds that news guy coming out of her room, and she immediately puts her hands on a gun, and I was like, yeah, good and six, girl, you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she runs and locks herself in his car and finds his air security badge and gun. And so he breaks into the car and she gouges his eye and puts a gun in his face and is like, hands on the car. Do it. <laughs> um, and I was just like the whole time. Just like, yeah, you go, girl.
1: Yeah, that's my whole note. No, that's what I was. I was definitely thinking that, too.
0: It's just cool to see
1: her trust her instincts and like be right and like,
0: yeah. Fucking hold him hostage and make her drive her where she needs them to do. I'm like, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And also, I read that this was the first episode where after David and Jillian were taught how to use guns, so oh. and it shows. <laughs> it does show. She really took. Wow, I didn't
0: even notice. It was so smooth and natural. Like she really took that note. Oh yeah. Well done. Um, so then
1: they get to the airbase.
0: Yes, and they're doing some kind of procedure on Mulder and then school made her this guy drive her there and then Mulder comes out looking very fucked up yeah and again i don't
1: know why but it was hot it was so hot like i couldn't tell you because he looks he looks puppy dog but he just sad yeah 100 percent. that's hot
0: <laughs> it is so then redbird or whatever the fuck when he walks by Mulder, oh! When he says everything you've seen here is equal to the protection you give it, it is you who have acted inappropriately. And I was like, that's such visceral, like male gaslighting, like oh, you were the one who reacted poorly. The situation was not problematic. That it really like triggered my or flight or flight. I was
1: like, mm. it's so your, angry. It's your reaction to my misogyny, not my misogyny. That's the <laughs> issue. <laughs> that's literally exactly it that, yeah that's a pretty classic that's a that's a classic hit amongst men yeah yeah they got that one see they write
0: shitty white men so well i wonder hmm.
1: might wanna hmm might that's wanna might wanna look in a hold the mirror up just take a, take a
0: good look so then when they're in the car Mulder doesn't remember anything
1: he looks like a sad little puppy there's like a little second where scully is like oh my god i hope he remembers me oh you're so right that's cute but i didn't make a note of it because i was like you
0: <laughs> and they go back to the buddha Hosses again and the wife
1: is like really sus and won't let them in and um she says he's napping her, her husband's napping and then he goes who is it now <laughs> i know but then i guess that
0: means that the security people got to her and threatened her and like that woman her life is ruined and we that's just a throwaway plot line
1: Yep, (laughs) like you know, yeah. Maybe your life is ruined forever, but like, we're not going to get into it. (laughs) That's it. It just happens. Yeah, maybe your life is ruined forever, but it's so true. It's so frustrating. Um, But
0: then Scully's so frustrated that they know nothing more than when they got there, and she just wants to get the fuck out of there. She's like, "I'm done. I'm done."
1: Yeah, I I made a note about this. it's so sad because you can see for the first time that there's, there's two points where Jillian really captures this like visceral universal feeling. I think that people feel um, in like retreating back to your home. There There's two mm, moments yeah. in the show where I feel them so deeply and that's just a testament to how good of an actor she is. But the point I wanted to make was she, you can tell she's str- Scully is struggling so hard, even this early on, with her baseline need to protect herself, and how much she trusts Mulder. Um, because ultimately, I, I mean, she she's so like you said, she has a really intense reaction to going and seeing Mrs. Budahas. Yeah. And she wants to go yeah, home she's so very, badly.
0: Oh, this, that's such a good observation, Emily.
1: The other moment is in, is in, uh, what's the can, the tumor guy?
0: Leonard Betts?
1: Yeah. That other moment is in Leonard Betts at the oh, end. Oh my God. She says, I just, or can we go home? Or I just want to go home or something like yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's asking if she wants to get checked out and she just wants to, get, just wants yeah.
1: to go. Yeah. And it's this, it's this feeling that, your home provides some sort of comfort and respite from even the most permanent problems like her Um, cancer. Yeah. And she, she embodies it so perfectly in this moment too, because you can tell she's so scared. She doesn't want to get into any place where she doesn't belong. Mm Mm-hmm. And but also she's frustrated because they have no they don't know anything else exactly so like, what was the point of it all exactly How? yeah and so she just yeah just wants to go home and I think that's I don't know I I I, I didn't expect her to have that dilemma so early on this early yeah, yeah I mean
0: this is where it starts that's so and then it just becomes. I think the weight gets heavier like the weight of totally. that desire. Like this is like it this is innate. It's like an innate yes. like human
1: feeling. And I think also as she gets more wrapped up in the pursuit of the truth, she mm-hmm. um she sort of what, what's the word like simultaneously gets wrapped up with Mulder. Yeah. I think. So her her innate um, need to protect herself turns into just an innate need to protect both of them. So her, mm-hmm. so her, you know, cause I think she, I mean, I, she clearly becomes less scared and she becomes, you know, more accepting of, of the line of work that they're in. Yeah. And I think kind of be, as a result of wrapping herself up and her, you know, her safety with molders. Mm-hmm she is able to insert herself in his world a little bit more as, as time goes on.
0: That's so true. Then they leave and she closes the case, but they solve nothing per usual. Um, I wrote freckles and then I wrote
1: Mulder running. Hell yeah. Okay. I wrote David Duchovny do a leg day challenge.
0: (laughs) Cause he could have it all. (laughs) You could have had it all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Rolling in the Deep is about David Duchovny's tiny little <gasps> baby calves.
0: What if it is? You don't know. <laughs> Maybe Adele loves the X And she wrote yeah. that about David
1: Duchovny's legs. You don't know. You don't know her. <laughs> That's the conspiracy theory that I'm going to start telling everyone. Adele wrote Rolling in the Deep. I don't even think she wrote Rolling in the Deep. I think it's a cover. No, she wrote Rolling in the Deep. Are you what? sure?
0: I don't know. I'm going to Google it. Keep talking.
1: Um, anyways... Pretend Adele wrote Rolling in the Deep for sure. <laughs> she wrote it about David Duchovny's little tiny chicken legs. I mean, no, yeah, she wrote it. She did? Oh, so maybe someone else just covered Rolling in the Deep from her. Maybe. So then <laughs> I wrote, I want to make him pant like that. Oh, my dear God. <laughs> it's true. You and me both. Although... Um. His sweat was, like, not forming where sweat forms. Because they clearly just took a spray bottle and went, (laughs) It was, like, none around his temple, like, none from his hairline. It was, was like, straight, like, like right next to his nose. His nose was so sweaty. (laughs) He was just sweating from his sinus cavity. Like, on his, like, right center of his cheeks. Yeah. That's where it comes from. Yes. Also, Um, okay, no, you were going to say then deep throat Yeah, I was going to conclude it. So I just want to say one thing. No offense, but Deep Throat is a dummy. Like he's a dumbass because yeah, here, here, Deep Throat is supposed to be this legend of <laughs> that, that the man from the Nixon Watergate thing, mm-hmm. supposed to be so secretive, so mysterious. They're meeting in underground parking garages after work and they he just and, comes up when he's running. And this deep throat is meeting a man in track gear in the middle of an open field wearing a full five-piece suit.
0: Like buddy, yeah, what the fuck deep throat? Like, Why was it the location that they picked? They could he didn't have to be running. I feel like that's going out of the way. Like they could have met anywhere else.
1: They could have met anywhere else and even to go with it, like deep throat could have shown up in track gear also. And started running around the track with Mulder. Like, that's the one thing that this show is really bad at. Like, even when... What's what's that other guy? Neil Rohr or whatever. This other, um, uh, like, defective guy who's leaking information to uh, Doggett, I think. Yeah, they both show up at a track in, like... F- no, no. Doggett shows up at the track in f- a full suit. And Neil Rohr is in track gear. It's like, people, if you're trying to be subtle, you can at least working. establish what you're wearing. Exactly. If you're going to meet
0: in a weird place like that. Right? at least get together on it. Suit or track gear, you can't have, the, you can't have them both. Like, the real deep
1: throat would be so disappointed. Yeah. Well, and that's it. That, I mean, that's the end of the episode. Yep. I will say one more thing, if I'm allowed. Uh, yeah. It's very quick. You make the rules. Okay, true. Um, I think about Scully, because I read that they basically, Fox, forced uh, Chris Carter to add the part about Scully at the end where she's, like, basically summarizing the episode. Mm. Because they felt that the episode was confusing. That's actually so smart. And so, yeah, they added that in. (laughs) They're like, we can't follow along. You need to add something. Literally. And so I thought that was interesting because it made me really um, set on the point that I think ultimately the decision that Scully makes to not put anything in her field report was actually the smartest thing to do because even though she was still unsure, um, you know, I mean, there was definitely a part of her that couldn't deny what she saw. Right. So, um, at least the technology aspect exactly and that there's something that they're hiding exactly and so not putting anything about what what she truly saw or anything that happened like literally nothing that happened in the case report um it it doesn't mean that what she what she saw was untrue it just means that it truly is going to be just her and molder against like against everyone else because it doesn't, yeah and it didn't happen but it just doesn't alert anyone who's like watching them
0: exactly because why would you needlessly bring like superiors into your situation that you don't even fully understand yet exactly. because she doesn't because she doesn't fully understand it she can't know if this is something that she wants or needs or can share with the people that are higher up mm-hmm. because she needs a better understanding of it so it's like she's so
1: smart she is really smart
0: we stand special tramp dana scully yep that's it follow emily on twitter at special tramps. yeah
1: follow um well this isn't going to make much sense but follow stevie on twitter it's at room 203 but like the o's and are all you have to guess up. don't tell him. don't tell him. <laughs> let them figure it out um that's a reference from the fall um stream the fall <laughs> julian anderson is in the fall <laughs> speaking of julian anderson Oh yeah. Should we do Jillian Anderson's
0: Corner? Yes, let's do that. Ba, da, ba, ba. No, that's... Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Gillian Anderson's Corner. Jillian Anderson's <laughs> Corner.
1: Where's my phone? Oh yeah. That's okay. gonna be our that's our- gonna be a theme song. Do you think McDonald's would sponsor us? That'd be a big one. Oh, that would be huge. Ronald McDonald. Um no let- what if we just do like ba Okay. Is that it? Jillian's corner. Okay. We'll practice it. So basically um, this might, okay. I have two. I think the one I'm going to do is a little bit shorter because the other one, I think we'll just need a whole episode for. Okay. So Um, let's just
0: do one and then we can save it for next time.
1: Okay. So the one that I'm going to talk about right now is that Julian Anderson did an interview. I believe it was with the guardian (laughs) and I don't know what prompted the question. I don't know what was before it. I don't know what came after it. But the interviewer asked her when she was happiest. Mm -hmm. And her response was in the womb, period. Are you kidding? And I just wanted to share that because I feel like that's very... That's how I feel.
0: That's so fucking funny. Like, why is that the millennial (laughs) sense of humor? Right? she
1: was (laughs) sportin'. Like, I truly just i need to go back in the the womb womb. i just need to cook a little longer (laughs) i'm i'm underdone i need to be cooked yeah to bake me and i feel like (laughs) i feel like that's just such a perfect embodiment of her character that's so fucking funny like it's it also speaks to her ability to just like redirect the question because when she was truly happiest Mm -hmm. I mean I'm sure it was at the birth of her daughter or right you know something like that but no she just chose to be a wise ass and say in In the womb womb. isn't that funny and I feel like that's very uh appropriate for the current times we're living in but also just kind of a good laugh also for the times we're living in
0: I wholeheartedly agree
1: (laughs) yeah and that's it but 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 Jillian's Corner. Jillian's Corner.
0: (laughs) I think we did that one at the same time. I think that was pretty good. (laughs) That was pretty good. Um, And And that's it, folks. Well, then next episode, we're going to be talking about episode three. Squeeze?
1: Yeah. That's three, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hate that episode. Look forward to episode three titled, I Think It's Bile. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening and um we'll see you next time see you next time on the the sex Sex files Files.
0: (laughs) that one wasn't very good
1: no but it sounded perfect in my ears but i know it doesn't sound perfect in your okay okay bye okay bye